from the creators of Wagertainment. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is. You better you bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. Awesome to be here with you on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7, no hot take BS. We bring you the bets. We bring you the sports. Coming to you live today, odyssey.com and the app, betqlnetwork.com and the app. Radio stations nationwide as part of the BetQL Network, and there are many, and it is growing. Our glorious BetQL Network. Uh, we are on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports and on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Ken and I are here. We're bringing you the wagertainment up until 7 o'clock Eastern as we talk all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. On this M3, we got three words and they all start with the letter M. Magnificent. Football. Monday, September 18th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Our show is on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, on X today and always, at Lockie Lockerson. And with our good friend, Drew Densick, the whale capper, he's out of the country this week. How about this? A no-guest magnificent football Monday today on You Better wow. You Bet. D- don't need it. We don't need a guest today. Who you needs know what it? this means? Well, tomorrow we will. Of like six yeah. guests on tomorrow's show. Who needs it? We'll be talking the entire rest of the week. We need it for Desperate. four hours straight on today's show. But we got tons to go over. Week two in the NFL yesterday on a Sunday, and we will obviously look forward to week number three. And that's what starts the plus portion of this open off. Uh, P squared, B squared coming up for week three in the National Football League. All our early analysis, all our early thoughts, all our early bets for every single game on the slate. Week three in the National Football League, including my Giants at the San Francisco 49ers coming up on. Thursday night. It's Monday. You know what that means. Day one of Lochmas and Santa Barkley is here to tell you about look ahead lines. This is going to be a gift under the tree. You're not going to want to miss all the sports bettors out there. Power hour, final hour of the show featuring all our bets for tonight, including side total and props for a pair of Monday night football games on the docket. First up, the Saints and the Panthers in Carolina, and then the Browns and the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Side total and props, injury updates, all our analysis, all our bets for both Monday night football games coming up in the final hour of the show. We're locked and loaded. Magnificent football Monday. Ken Barkley, how's it going? Great. That's that's got the Monday open's got to be the shortest one of the week. I was like two minutes. I was like less than two minutes. I've, we've had like 10 minute opens before, We're like 12 minute open. We've had opens where we, we stop the open. And we go, we'll be right back right after this. And it's, uh, it's only a couple minutes. Why? Cause we're, we're doing like one thing in the show. We're talking about every single NFL game, uh, which is great. I I'd ask you how your weekend was, but, uh, I think, so I have this really fun, this funny exercise that I do. So sometimes I don't watch the games live. Uh, yeah, I got a guy, my kids, or we're doing something. This is on Sunday for NFL. So we finished doing the show and like, I'll watch everything, but sometimes I'm behind or whatever. So I'm like, usually not watching at the same time as you are, or as everybody else is. And uh, usually I'll watch, the, especially the end of the four o'clock games, I'll watch late because I usually put my kids to bed like from seven to eight. So literally right as the four o'clock games are ending, I'm doing kid bedtime. And the kids will be asleep. exciting endings today. in those games too this, this week. Eight, eight, 
and uh, eight eight thirty, and I finish watching the fours. And I like usually before I sit down for my for a Sunday night football, like down here in our, our basement, which we like kind of finished off and put some stuff in. I'll uh, I'll take my phone out and I I don't go on Twitter like ever during ones or fours because I'm always I'm not on the right time as everybody else. So I don't want to go on and have everybody be like, oh, Denver, Hail Mary, like, what's up? And I'd be like, wait, what? Like, I'm in the I'm in the third quarter. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean, Denver, Hail Mary? What's going on in this game? Like, what happened? And uh, so I go on and I scroll a bunch of stuff and I keep seeing tweets from you. <laughs> the tweets from you follow like the exact same pattern, like every single time I see one. And it's basically like, here's some guy I've never heard of. And he scored at any time touchdown today. And here's yeah. another guy I've never heard of. And he scored at any time touchdown. And here's, here's Jaleel McLaughlin or whatever, the group. And he, he scored right. at any time. I think he scored a touchdown. Wrong. He did. Right. And, uh, and I saw, so I just, one it was really carry funny. In the game. One carry, one five carry. yards, one it was touchdown. Early too, right? They scored like the first second, quarter. Uh, maybe uh, first or second quarter, yeah. Only carry right. of the game scored a touchdown. But it's just really funny because I go out and be like, oh, like I wonder how Nick's doing, and it's like all these like uppercase caps lock exclamation point like anytime touch this like stream of, and I was like, oh, I guess, I guess he did pretty good today. I guess everything was okay. So uh, with that in mind, how was your weekend? <laughs> I, I got to tell you, first off, like, and we touched on this on the show yesterday um, on You Better Events Countdown to kick off Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Like, you railroaded college football Saturday. You pillaged the books on Saturday. Like, a great performance by you with Lochmas on Friday's yeah, edition of the show. Yeah. So, like, that that was awesome. So, I I texted you on Saturday, like, so, man, like, oh, all these bets are winning. This is really great. Absolutely love it. So, like, Saturday was really good. And then to have Sunday, and, like, especially for me, like, and, like, I bet tons of props and give a ton of props out on the show. Props were brutal in week number one. Like, I did a – like, the yardage props were horrendous. Like, well, every I'm not game went sugarcoat under. It. Like, every, every game, game went under. So, and you bet overs. So, if you bet overs and you and you read a tweet that says, like, hey, you know, every game in week one went under the total. Like, how do you how do you think you did? <laughs> like, yeah, probably, yeah, probably not. Like... And then you see every game went over in week two, basically. So, like, you bet overs, and over week is probably going to be a good week for you. I uh I, I just feel like my my process was a little faulty in week number one. I feel like I hashtag sprayed the board a little too much and like made a concerted effort to really like focus in on the plays that I really liked and like only bet those yesterday. And uh and the props were really good. The anytime touchdowns are not this was kinda like honestly, this was like that week that I had a couple years ago where it gave out and this was when like anytime touchdowns were really mispriced. Like now they're probably like a I don't know, like all they're, all the value's gone, but they're, they're low yeah. price now. But this was when, like, the Chargers' third wide receiver, when, when oh, I think it was Jalen Guyton. It wasn't Josh Palmer. It was Guyton. It was, like, plus 700 to score, and he was running, like, 50 routes a game. It's like, okay, like, great. You're going to give me that price. We're going to take it. And we had that day where it was, like, Jimmy Graham when he was on his last legs. It was, like, all the Kenny yeah. Gainwell for the Eagles. And all sure. those guys cashed, and we got all those tweets from people, like, I bet $2 to win, like, 900 or whatever, more than that. Right. Got a couple of those this weekend, but obviously the prices have been nerfed to a, to a degree where I don't know if it's quite like that. But this was like what just one of those days where Dontravian Wick scores for the Green Bay Packers, Latavius yeah, Murray up. scores for the Buffalo Bills. How about Branson, Anthony Richardson, and Tank Dell all scoring in the same game? So the anytime touchdowns were absolutely amazing, Ken, uh, yesterday in the National Football League. Yeah, they were they were really good. Uh had like a really funny moment too. Had just basically wanted to just bet more games on Sunday. I'm sure people noticed this that listened to the show on Sunday. So we did Friday picks. And like me this year, like I'm betting a lot less earlier in the week 
And, you know, I'll bet something if I think like it's, you know, Chiefs two and a half. And I think it's just going to there's like it's for sure that someone's going to play and the number's going to move. But aside from that, like I don't really bet Sunday night or Monday in the NFL anymore. Uh, I do a bunch of work on some other markets and do some other stuff. But it's still I like to look. It's fun. But usually like later in the week. I'll just like that's as part of doing the show. And, you know, like if you listen to the show, like me betting Sunday night doesn't help you a whole lot. But me betting Thursday, Friday. Oh, like I want to be what Ken's on whatever Sunday Colts. That was a good ad. Commanders. That was a great ad. <laughs> that, was like, that was a good ad that turned into a great ad. And uh, and that was really good. Added, added a couple. I uh, bet the Giants. But like, I don't even feel bad about that. And actually, that's that's the other thing I wanted to make sure we talked about in this opening segment. Another that's just this is just going to be me reading your Twitter timeline on Sunday. That's the point of this opening segment. You were you were all the way back in. Giants fan Nick Costos was back as the team engineer. Like a really, I know Arizona's awful. They're just terrible. I actually still think they're just terrible, and I know what the two games have been so far. A remarkable comp. I mean, Daniel Jones looked like Mahomes in the second half of that game, like taking shots downfield, slinging the ball all over the place. I don't know what the halftime speech was like from Dable, but like, man, they like, really not an all-time comeback because like it's the Cardinals and it's week two and maybe you don't make the playoffs anyway. Almost kind of an all-time, like a really crazy set of circumstances. And I saw, I think, I think you're all the way, you were all the way back in during this. Is that true? I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I feel like, I feel like Dable like took over the play calling at halftime, like very like you think clandestine. So? Yeah, I, I saw I, someone else say that too, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot like, of sense. Like if just like if you watched him on, the, it looked like he was like very involved, and he's not normally as involved, obviously, because he's like the CEO of the team. It looked like he was very involved on that side of the ball, and like and good. If like Mike, if Mike Kaplan right. was calling terrible plays in the first half and of that game, awesome. I, yeah. yeah, and like. I, I was I got sucked back in because during the first half, the Giants were obviously authoring just a horrendous 30 minutes of football after yeah, right. one of the I worst. Mean, it's all-time bad. Like, you thought well, the previous 60 was bad? This yeah. 30 was probably worse. <laughs> and it's like, I'm able, like, to flex a little bit of my NFL historical knowledge because I'm like, yeah. I, I remember, like, a 19, because 1990 is the first year I watched football. I remember reading the 1989 record and fact book in the NFL. And I remember the Browns beat the Steelers in week one in 1989, 51-0. And then the Bengals beat the Steelers 41-10 in week two. The Steelers would actually go 9-7 and in one of Chuck Knoll's final years as the head coach and win a playoff game and go to the divisional rounds but like they they got and that's always been like the team that got crushed at the beginning of the season the worst was in my mind the 89 Steelers so the Giants are down 20 to nothing at halftime they're down 60 to nothing for the first 90 minutes of the season it's insane and this is what I'm thinking about like are we about to be like the worst team ever and I, I'm saying we I am a giant whatever through uh yeah, are we whatever. gonna be the worst team ever through two weeks and uh once the once they scored the first touchdown I kind of felt like I agree. They're going to score every time they have the ball the rest of the game. Like, I and now it's just at that moment. So that was so it was twenty to nothing at halftime, right? And then they score to make it twenty to seven out of the gate. And then the Cardinals, and so the Cardinals would actually score and go for two at twenty eight seven. That's when like that's what everybody refers to as the comeback. But at twenty to seven. I live bet the Giants and I don't think I was alone because I had people I had like people that I that I bet with and stuff like messaging me like hey are you doing anything with Washington who was down a lot to Denver and the Giants who were down a lot to Arizona I didn't think they both come back to win but I just go god I mean like it's it's Gannon with like a three touchdown like I mean this whatever if the price is big here you have to like you have to bet it like you just have to bet it it's Arizona with a big this is like Josh McDaniels with a big lead that could be the same thing so at tw I don't know what they were twenty eight seven I'm sure it was different everywhere at twenty to seven they were four to one to win they were plus four hundred at twenty to seven and they were plus nine and a half 
for the game. And I know because I bet both for a lot. <laughs> and then and then the best part is I'm like, oh, I got to be in good here. Arizona scores and goes for two and gets it 28-7. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm an idiot. I guess the Giants are like really, really, really that bad. And then that's obviously when the comeback started. We're for real. Yeah, and it was, and it was, it was incredible, right? And, and the reason why, I, one of the reasons why I was so back in is because all my friends and family are texting me like during the first half, like, I can't believe like we're this bad. We suck this bad. And I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if I thought they were going to be great, but I didn't think they would be this terrible. And then coming out of halftime, again, like 20-7, to even a 28-7, I'm thinking, okay, like, if we can just stop them from scoring, if the Arizona doesn't score again, I actually think the Giants are going to win the game. Because uh, I just yeah. kind of felt like Arizona wasn't going to stop them. Arizona was not going to stop the Giants again. It was just, can the defense hold up and literally prevent one more score from happening? And as the game started to go on, and the text messages from friends and family of mine started to in- increase, right? And people are starting to get more excited. I found myself getting more sucked into the game. And uh, by the end, it was like full-blown Nick Costos fanboy. Now... Unfortunately, because of my, some of my responsibilities with our friends over at Westwood One, I actually missed the Hail Mary live and like actually saw the final score. I was like, what, 35-33? What the hell happened? Right, like and what I happened? Miss, yeah. like, I, like, thank, thank God Washington won and this game didn't go to overtime because I bet Washington plus three and a half. Um, and I, I didn't get to see like some of the ending of the game. But man, like up until that point, it was like full on. Like, it felt good. I find that this happens a couple times a year now. Like I don't live and die with every play of every game. Game, but there's usually a couple games per season where I just find myself sucked back in, and I wouldn't want that to be the case now. Now, a uh, 17 game regular season, but I do like it a couple games per year, and it's awesome that it ended like that. And they actually did end up winning the game; it was pretty sweet. Yeah, and I, I think you know, obviously, the Giants' comeback deserves like a lot of attention. I mean, it's your team; I bet it. So, like, we both ended up being for different reasons invested in the outcome of the game. Like, I was cheering for. By the way, like. If if Dable was calling the play, Daniel Jones in the second half of that, like when he releases the, I'm just like, this guy is awesome. He's like, awesome. The ball comes out with like a cannon. And he's I mean, clutch. when he's throwing the, the ball to Hyatt. Yeah, I mean, it just, it was ridiculous. I'm like, he literally, I mean, he looked like Mahomes for like about 20 minutes. He like, I can't do it for, you know, the whole season. For 20 minutes, he looked like Patrick Mahomes. Like, it was really ridiculous. I, You just go, where, where was this? And obviously you got Saquon and he like great play, obviously to score toward the end of the game that he gets hurt. We'll talk about that with the Thursday night game. So like, that was awesome. Washington was crazy. Not only like, not like, okay. Like that was also a big comeback. I don't know, man. Like I, I'm a big Washington person this year. I didn't know how it would go. I just needed them to not be terrible. That's like all I was hoping for. Just don't be terrible. Don't be terrible. Don't be terrible. And I, just as you have been sucked into becoming a Giants fan, I think they might be good. Like, well, I think they might actually be a good team. Do you know why? Powell might be good. That's the enemy right. might be good. The D-line might be amazing now with Chase Young back with sweat on the opposite side. Like, they terrorized Russell Wilson the second half of that game. Made his life miserable. And uh, I, I'm kind of in. Like, I'm not a Commanders fan. I'm a Commanders better. But, like, I couldn't help but watch that being like, oh, I might not be right. I might be way right. And way right pays great at the end of the year. Let's hope for way right. I... The, the Howell touchdown pass to Terry McLaurin might be the best throw by any quarterback so far the entire season. Like, ridiculous. Like, the cojones on the Howell. like crazy. Because the O-line's awful. The like, O-line's really Ted, bad. And he's moving around Ted, every snap. He's just doing stuff. He, yeah, it's crazy. He's he's good. Like, yeah. it's over. Like, he's good. Yeah. He's good. Also, he's good. also I, I, I bet them against Buffalo already coming up on Sunday. 
So did you get, did you get the seven? Getting the seven was really important. Yeah, I did. that was so I'll, seven also. I'll be yeah. I'll be in the I'll be in the foxhole with you coming up on Sunday yeah. with our Washington Commanders. Oh yeah. man, we're just getting started. How great is this? We'll recap week two, P squared, P squared coming up for week number three.